G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. That's what this is talking about. It's talking about making judgments towards other people in a favourable fashion because we don't know what they're going through. We don't know what's happening in their lives. And so, as believers, we should be responding favourably. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Welcome to another program of Foundations, and we're going to be talking about a subject which is often misunderstood and often misquoted in our culture today, and I might actually start with a scripture, because this will sort of set the scene for this, and this is uh, the words of Jesus in Luke chapter 6, verses 35 to 38. It says, But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you'll be sons of the Most High, for he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Don't judge, and you won't be judged. And don't condemn, and you won't be condemned. Pardon, and you'll be pardoned. Give, and it'll be given to you. They'll pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. For by your standard of measure... It will be measured to you in return. And of course, right in the middle of that, Jesus says, don't judge and you won't be judged. So what's wrong with making judgments of different things, Mandy? Well, the fact of the matter is we make judgments every single solitary day of our lives. (laughs) I mean, every time we buy a meal, we're making a judgment call that the food is going to be good and that it's been prepared well and nobody spat in it while they were making it. We make a judgment that every time we sit on a chair, it's going to be strong enough to hold us or we get in the car and we make a judgment that it's going to get us where we need to go. We we make judgments all the time and it's normal and it's right and it's healthy. You've got to judge between right and wrong. Mm. But there, in the Bible, there are different kinds of judgments. But because of the misunderstanding, you're right, and by, by that one little statement, um, don't judge and you won't be judged, it's almost like we have been stripped of the right or the capacity to make any kind of judgment mm. at all. That doesn't actually measure up with many other scriptures about judgment. So we can't take it in isolation. Mm. It's got to be taken in the whole. There are lots of different judgments in the Bible, okay? Um, judgment of, a, of false or aberrant teaching and teachers as well as false prophets and prophecies. Now, we're actually told that we're to make judgments on that. Mm. doesn't mean we have to attack the people, but we are called to make judgments so that we're not hoodwinked and deceived. Yeah, that's right. That's a good, healthy judgment. There's judgment on the eternal destination of an individual. No, we don't get to make that judgment call. That's God's domain. A divine judgment on a nation or a people for their unrepentant sin and wickedness. No, again, that's God's judgment, mm. not ours. Uh, do, um, then there is, they say, the beamer seat. The judgment of believers, again, God's department, not ours. The great white throne judgment at the end of all things for all the nations of the world, God's domain. But what about on daily personal things, if people sin within the church or against us personally? Ah, that's a different thing. Mm. We are allowed to judge, but in limited and under very strict conditions according to what Scripture says. And that is handled sometimes by us, the individual, but within a church setting, it also involves church leadership and there's a strict process. And that's that's. Described in detail 
in the scripture. So yes, we are supposed to to make judgment calls in that regard. Mm. This is that what we're talking about today is in a, den, a general day to day manner of making judgments, like I mentioned right at the beginning. About 120 BC, Yehoshua ben Parachia, he was one of the earliest rabbinic sages, and he said this, he said, judge each person with the scales weighted in their favor. Now, this was very common within Judaism that the sages and the the rabbis and everything, their sayings, as we said, because, you know, rabbis were very important, still are. So all of this kind of thought process was very familiar. And you know the scales I'm talking about? Many people don't, but have you ever seen those old-fashioned scales where you've got two little plates on Mm -hmm. one side, they're hanging by chains, and a a storekeeper would um, put some food or whatever you were buying on one side, then he'd add weights to the other side to measure out, you know, get it it balanced. When it comes into balance, we know what the the weight is. Precisely, but a good shopkeeper would add a little extra and the, the, the customer would be able to see, oh, he's actually giving me a little bit extra, but he's not charging me more. He's weighting the scales in the favour of his customer, giving mm. them a little bit of extra. Like and a baker's dozen almost, isn't it? In, yeah, in a yeah, sense. yeah, precisely. And that's what Jesus was talking about. Now, we don't see those kind of scales anymore. We think of weight scales and think, my goodness, <laughs> don't want to go there. But it's a different kind of scale. We don't use them anymore. And so it's not quite in our, in our psyche. It's not in the forefront. But I wanted to tell you about a little parable. It's a parable, a Jewish parable of a farmer and his farmhand who on the Day of Atonement, he went to the farmer to ask for his wages. Now, the farmer said he had no money. So the farmhand asked for some of the crops that he'd helped tend. And the farmer said, I'm sorry, I don't have any. Finally, the farmhand asked for some of the sheep that he'd helped to raise. And again, the farmer said, I'm sorry, I have got none. The farmhand went home and he was a bit depressed and empty handed. Now, when the holiday was over, the farmer went to the farmhand's home with his wages plus three carts of extra gifts. They had dinner together and then the farmer actually said to the farmhand, what was going through your mind when you didn't get your wages, you didn't get any of the crops, and you got no none of the animals as payment for your work? And then the farmhand said, well, I thought that maybe you'd spend all your money on a bargain of some kind or that you'd leased all your fields and the crops to other landlords and that you decided to offer all your animals to the temple. What had actually happened was that the farmer was so upset that his son appeared to be rejecting God, he very rashly dedicated in a vow all of his possessions to God as part of a plea that God would bring his son back. Now, when the vow was come over and vows were absolutely sacred in according to God's law, mm. he was then free to bring the man his wages and give him some extra for not being so judgmental and hostile. And he said, as for you... Just as you have judged me favorably, may the Lord judge you favorably. Well, it's a great uh, parable, and I guess we have to ask the question, how do we allow this to influence us, that uh, you know, not losing the habit of passing judgment on others all the time? Well, on a day-to-day basis, I mean, we do it all the time. You know, somebody cuts us off in traffic, and we ain't get cranky with them. But in order to judge favorably, rather than respond in a negative, angry way, 
rather say, well, look, that, that person actually, he may be, he just got a call that somebody he loves has just had a heart attack and he's racing to get to the hospital. Or maybe there's a blind spot in his car, he didn't see you. Maybe he is really late for work because he had car trouble and he's just not focused. That's a way of judging favourably mm. on a person rather than just responding angry, judging them guilty of something. Um, you know, it, it sounds a little silly, you know, and it's in anything, whether somebody's being slow in a checkout line, he's cut you off in traffic, or it doesn't matter what it is. Maybe even to make the judgment in their favour, maybe you actually know the person and you know exactly that they're actually being just a horrible person. Judge in their favour anyway. Mm. Be kind and gracious. What? Because when we do, we're actually being like Jesus. And it's, um, it's, it's actually not a particularly easy thing to do because the first reaction is to react badly. And it, it happened to me just a, a couple of weeks ago when I was walking and uh, a guy said something rude as he went past me. And instead of just saying, oh, sorry, have a nice day, my first reaction was to just respond with a quick sarcastic barb. And as soon as it was out of my mouth, I realized mm. I had actually disparaged myself. Yeah. But as a Christian, it was really wrong. And it's now made it uncomfortable every time I walk past him. So I did. I responded badly. My hope is I'm going to learn not to do that ever again. That's what this is talking about. It's talking about making judgments towards other people in a favorable fashion because we don't know what they're going through. Yeah. We don't know what's happening in their lives. We don't know that the, the lady who's daydreaming in the checkout line not moving fast enough, maybe she's just found out that a her mother has cancer or she's just found out she's pregnant and she's daydreaming about mm. it and she's excited. We just don't know what's going on in people's lives. And so as believers, we should be responding favourably, graciously and kindly. And by doing so, we're being like the saviour we say we represent. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.